Merrill, welcome to the uh, Wingman Wednesday. Thanks for joining us tonight. Well, thank you for having me. Merrill, what is it going to take to have that conversation? What's going to have to take place, do you think? You know, I, I, I try to be delicate in the way I, I introduce that, because, but a lot of people are already having the conversation. And I have to think that Democrats are talking about it behind the scenes, not publicly, uh, about what they're going to do if the what perceive what well, I think most of us perceive as a as a significant decline continues. So um, it's a tough it's a tough issue, situation, and I, I wouldn't want to be in Democrat spots right now because the the option if President Biden steps down is Kamala Harris, and and I don't know that we're going in the right direction there. <laughs> Merrill, let me let me say a recent poll came out said only, of of those four, only four out of ten Democrats want Biden to run again in twenty twenty four, and I think that's a tell. I think that's that is. I mean, that's an astounding number that only four forty percent want him to actually be a candidate again. It means they don't want any more of what they're getting, and they might not like what they're what they're seeing in this president in real time. Uh, well, do polls like that uh, create a, a groundswell or some kind of of a movement where something like this, as hard as it may be, uh, has to be done? I think it may. I, I wrote about something along that line a few weeks ago in The Hill about uh, the fact that if Biden decides he wants to run again, Democrats' political parties just don't have the power they used to, you know, decades ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if if you... If somebody wants to run under a party banner, it's very difficult to get them stopped. You may remember that Republicans, the Republican leadership, did not want Donald Trump running. They weren't they weren't pleased right. about that, but there was no way to really stop him. Uh, and if Biden decides he wants to run again, and he has said he wants to run again, uh, it's going to be very hard for them to do something. But remember, uh, back in 1992, uh, Republican leadership went over to George Herbert Walker Bush when he was running for re-election because Dan Quayle was uh, considered a liability, and they sat down with him and had a discussion trying to get him to change the ticket, put somebody else on there as vice president. Uh, Bush wouldn't do it. He wanted to. See, he said, "Dan's been loyal to me, so I'm going to stay loyal to him." And that probably didn't cost him the election, but it, it surely didn't help him. Well, wow. Merrill, how how in fact does the Twenty Fifth Amendment removal work? What would have to take place? Uh, what has to take place? There's four sections in the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Uh, the first three have all been used before, but the fourth one is the one where you have a president who is incapacitated in some way and doesn't necessarily see that and wants to step down. And so the way the language in the in the amendment uh, uh, reads is: if the vice president and a majority of the of the officers, by which I think we mean the cabinet uh, or some other body that the, that uh, Congress may determine. If they decide to uh, to oust him, they can do that. And then there's even a process in there whereby the president can come back and say, you know, yes, I was incapacitated, something happened, I'm now better now, and I can come back in and take over again. So that's what the fourth section of that 25th Amendment, but it, it's not clear to me it has to be initiated by the vice president. It might be. Uh, it may be just a discussion, but you remember, for four years, Democrats were pushing this 25th Amendment uh, issue on uh, for Donald Trump and hoping that uh, Mike Pence would step up and do something and and of course nothing ha- ever happened there but we've been we've heard a lot about it from them for four years. So is it going to be is it going to be just us watching this slow moving train wreck where we watch him just become uh, less and less uh, mentally aware and we see the gaffes it, and and does it just become so absurd that someone has to do something 
or does someone have to get ambitious? Does the does the Kamala Harris camp start making noise, and do they they do they convince the the regime media to start you know waving set becoming you know waving the sabers? How does it? How what is going to trigger this in terms of getting this you know, done? I I don't see how this it goes any other way. I, I I think you're probably right, and it's a very good question you're asking because they've never implemented the fourth section of the 25th Amendment, so we don't know how this would work and whether or not there would be legal challenges if it was done one way or the other. Uh, and that's why I mentioned in there that I think the most likely scenario is that Democrats try to go, uh, Democratic leadership goes to Biden at some point and says, you need to step down, you need to not run for re-election, and if you say you're going to, then we're going to work with the vice president to try to um, uh, to try to uh, uh, oust you as and use that as leverage, but they're in they're in a tough spot right now. They don't want to concede the president at least publicly. The president looks like he has issues. They sort of poo poo that anytime you say something about it. But you know they have to see it as well, and they have to be able to see read the polls of what people believe. And I suspect we'll be seeing more polls in the near future about people who wonder about Biden's mental health capacity. I'm not trying to be unkind by raising this. It's just you, you clearly see some things that are happening out there. Yeah, well, but Merrill, let me ask you this. I mean, we, we see the mistakes and the gaffes that Biden comes up with, but the mm-hmm. people behind him are doing the things they want to get done, progressive movement, because he's in that position. And they, you know, how much of a grasp, I think a lot of people are asking, does he actually have on being president of the United States? People behind him are getting the things done that they want as far as the progressive movement is concerned in this country. See, it's a good point because if Republicans take over the House, and that seems to be a, a very likely, and even the Senate, which seems to be uh, uh, possible, uh, Biden's not going to be able to get things done that he was able to so far. And that makes him, and I don't want to say lame duck, but it, it certainly hinders his ability to be able to get anything done. And if you can't get anything done, and it looks like you're slipping at the same time, that's where I think Democrats come up and say, we need a viable candidate for 2024. And that's why I think 2024 is the more likely scenario than the notion of them uh, ousting Biden, though that's at least possible. We're speaking with Merrill Matthews, resident scholar for inst- at the Institute of uh, for uh, Policy Innovation. Uh, Merrill, this is my question. Does there ever become a moment where our national security is being threatened? Is there ever a moment where people sober up? Uh, Rod mentioned the people that are able to push their agenda with, that history will never yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, getting away with things that a, a cognizant Senator Biden or Vice President Biden would not want his name attached to, I believe. Um, but at some point, it is not a safe world when a, the United States is so weak. And if you have a commander in chief uh, that is demonstrating the, the lack of, of cognitive ability and, and knowing where he's at, is there a moment where we become Americans and we go, look, we just got to get we got to get arms around this. We got to do something different. Or does it just stay political? And and we just continue to descend. I think it'll have to be led by the Democrats because the Republicans don't have any way to oust him except by impeachment. And as long as you have, they, if they don't have, was it two thirds or three fourths in the Senate, uh, that's that's just not going to happen. So um, I think it's. Uh, and see, my guess is what Democrats would do is if Biden is getting less. Uh, if if he's less able to function, they will keep him back, <laughs> keep him hidden as they did during the yeah. campaign. Yeah. 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 The basement and, routine. 
And then you have then you have this issue of uh, which is exactly the point. Do you have somebody who's lucid enough to be able to make a serious decision if one of these rogue states, whether you're talking about Putin, China, uh, Iran, North Korea, if they if they go on the offensive, do you have somebody who's willing to be able to cognitively respond to this? And even if you don't, then it goes to Kamala Harris. And <laughs> like I said, I'm not sure we're better off. Yeah, neither am I. All right, Merrill, great conversation. Thanks for a few minutes of your time tonight. Thank you. All right, Thank on you, our sir. news on our newspaper line, Merrill Matthews, resident scholar at the Institute.